this is what I'm thinking. Um, I don't even know how to start. I run my mouth for a living and I don't know how to start. People um, who are afraid never achieve anything. Amen. You know, I, I'm helping a lot of people transition right now because people contact me and they go, you know, hey, I'm, I'm really thinking about doing something or there's something I might be investing in or, 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 or I've had people say, hey, you know, it's a relationship I'm thinking about, you know, and, and I, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous and I don't really know what to do. And I'm like, man, you have to give up. You got to get over the fear of what's next. Amen. You see, I mean, you know, if you if you stay in fear, uh, see, this is what happens. A lot of people are comfortable where they are, even though it's uncomfortable. They don't they don't necessarily like it, but the, it's like the uncomfortable uncomfortableness I'm in now is more secure than I don't know what's over the hill. It might be worse. And I'm like, it might be, but it might be better. Amen. There's, there's two stories in the Bible that I love. One is about the lepers sitting at the gate, and it was a famine in the city. They were sitting at the gate of the city. An army had them encamped all around about. And then they go, well, if we go back into the city, then we're surely going to die because there's death and there's disease in the city. If we sit here and do nothing, we're going to die because... We're just going to sit here. Nothing's going to happen. So they said, let us go. We might die, but that's the only chance we'll live. Mm -hmm. It's like if you, if you try to go back to stuff, it usually never works out. But if you sit there and do nothing, then you know you're going to end up with nothing. So the only other thing is to try to just go. Go see what's next. Allow what's next to come to you and don't be afraid of it. I know people who are afraid of the next relationship. They're afraid of the next job. They're afraid of switching careers. Or they're afraid of, of, of investing in, this, in this, this opportunity that they have. And I get it because it's like, okay, what if it doesn't work? Mm -hmm. You know, I remember when God was on my back about leaving the job. And I was like, leave the job? I mean, well, I don't really even like the job right now. So here's another story. The prophet's sitting at the brook. And the bird is bringing him food and he's drinking from the brook. Another famine was going on. And then what happens? He, after a while, the Bible says the brook dried up because there had been no rain. And I'm like, that's not why it didn't dry. It dried up because God allowed it. Because sometimes you have to, oh, he'll allow you the situation to get kind of unbearable because it's easier to talk to you about going somewhere else. All right. See, he wanted him in Zarephath, but if everything was good, it, it might be an argument. So sometimes because God knows you, he'll just dry up your old situation where you'll have to do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Be, I hate this. It may get so drastic, they might just throw you out. Amen. And then what? There was many people that we had to lay off. I remember when, when that big turn happened, we laid all these people off. And a lot of people came to me, and they came to me in tears. And a few of them, I went, you know what? Your life's going to be better, I promise. Amen. You know, God's got something else for you. And then they, I, I actually bumped into like three or four of them, and they all went, you were right. I mean, I went back to school, and now I'm a nurse. Or I went and did this, and now this is so much better. It's like, I know it may seem like the end, but it's not the end. It's always the beginning. But here's the key. Don't be afraid of what's next. All right. I've talked about seasons. I've talked about uh, 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 not knowing the future. I've talked about, you know, having faith uh, uh, that God would care for you. I don't know why I'm beating this into you guys' head 
other than this, God wants to bless you guys. Don't hinder him by your unbelief and your fear of what? The unknown. Amen. So I'm like, leave my job and start this. I only got like 12 people. And you want me to leave my job and you want, me, you want us to buy a building in, in this little creepy town? And, and, and what if nobody comes, you know? And I mean, all that stuff goes through your head and then God goes, so you, you, you're scared of what's next? You'll never do anything great if you're afraid of what will be. Amen, that's right, that's right. Resting in the what you have now and being comfortable there. Amen. Even though a lot of times you're uncomfortable because you really don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people want to change, but they don't have the they don't have the 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 the, the, the courage to do it. They want to step out to the new thing, but they you know I don't know. I mean, I just I got a family to take care of, and I need X amount of dollars, and I'm like, how's that working out for you? You just scraping by. Maybe God has this amazing blessing for you on the other side of this hill if you can get over the fear of going over the hill because you don't know what's there. Mm-hmm. But. but that's what faith is for. Amen. All right. So I'm not telling everybody quit your job tomorrow. But what I am saying is open up your heart and your mind and your thoughts. And don't be afraid when opportunity comes. Amen. Right, let, let me show you what I'm talking about. Okay, auntie. Book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 1. The Lord said something to Moses. The Lord said something to Moses. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. What did he say? Since a man to explore the land of Canaan, yeah. which I am giving to the Israelites, mm -hmm. from each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. He says, listen, pick 12 guys and send them into the land that I promised you. Now, he's saying that go explore the land, but let me tell you something. I'm going to give it to you. But what he's saying is, you do want to get an idea of what we're dealing with here. Take 12 leaders, supposedly, and send them out into the land so they can check it out. Now, the key piece of this is, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you, but I want you to go do your part. You can't sit on the couch and go, God bless me. I'm gonna sit here till the, I'm gonna sit here till a really good job calls me. <laughs> good luck with that. You gotta do your part. Somebody say amen now. Amen. So my thing is, if you don't have no resume or if you don't have no idea or something, see, God is saying I'm gonna give it to you, but you gotta do your part. Mm -hmm. You can't sit there and go, okay, this great opportunity is gonna come my way. Whatever. <laughs> Send out the twelve. Come on, Auntie. So we're driving down to seven. Go down to seven. From the tribe of Issachar, Ego, the son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, the son of Nun. All right, we ain't about to walk through all them dudes. Okay, well, what do you want me to Those are a lot of dudes. <laughs> Just send out 12 guys that we believe in. Drop down to 17. Okay. When Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, go up to the Negev and onto the hill country. He says, now listen, go out to the Negev. And then go to the hill country, verse 18 says, see what the land looks like. Learn about the people who live there. Are they strong? Are they weak? Are they few? Are they many? So even though God is going to give it to us, we have to do our part. Let's go check it out. Let's find out what we're dealing with. When you're getting ready to do something new, 
you do have to see what you're dealing with. Amen. Don't just dive into it. Cause we don't know if it's God or not. That's right. That's right. Now, this is what I'm okay with because the Lord told Moses this is what we're going to do. But when you get an opportunity and the Lord hasn't necessarily told you, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you check it out. It may be an opportunity and God may be standing right in the middle of it. But you still want to make sure you get the lay of the land first. Let me see what this opportunity is. Let me see what this company does. Let me see how much money I can make at that. Let me see if this guy is worth the investment or not. Let me see if this woman is worth the investment or not. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, because a lot of people are afraid because of your past. And I'm saying forget your past. Mm -hmm. You got to trust you. Amen. I'm picking on Shirley. I just told Shirley that. Shirley was beating up my back because I had a lower back problem. I, I never had a back problem, but I woke up stiff. And so I panicked, so I always run to Shirley. And so Shirley's beating the crap out of me like she always does. <laughs> and then we're talking, and I'm like, Shirley, you're an amazing woman. Amen. Amazing. I've seen you grow. And here's the thing about growth. You never feel it. Right, it's right. like hair. You never feel your hair growing. But you look in the mirror and go, man, I need a cut. Mm -hmm. I don't never feel the hair on my face growing, but then I go, man, I got to shave this. See, that's what growth is. You never feel it, but other people see it because mm -hmm. they'll come and go, man, your hair is long. It's, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel your hair growing and you don't feel weight coming on either, do you? <laughs> people be like, oh, you picked up a few pounds. Have I? <laughs> I guess I have. I don't look in the mirror, you know. And so you don't, somebody else sees it. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Yes. So I'm like, don't be afraid of what's next. Because God can have this amazing thing for you. Amen. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared of the what I don't know. Or don't be trapped in the history of what was. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why the Bible says forget the formal things, the things that happened before. Don't worry about those. Yes. All, of this, all that matters is where you are now and where you're going. Mm -hmm. that's, why your, that's why your windshield is this big and your rear view mirror is that big. Amen. Right, right, right. Your past is only to be glanced at. Yes. Not focused on it. Everybody say amen. amen. Come on. What kind of land do they live in? Yep. Is it good or bad? Yep. What kind of towns do they live in? Are, Are they unwalled or fortified? So what Moses is saying, I know God told me this, but I got to find out. Is it good? Is it bad? Are there, is there enemies there? Is it going to be opposition? How are we going to be able to do this? You don't just jump. You got to check your parachute. Yes. Even though God is pushing you. That's you doing your part. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever God blesses you, he's going to make you do something. Yes, he will. He's going to make you get uncomfortable a little bit. He's going to make you do a little history. He's going to make you do a little checking. He's going to make you come out of your box a little bit. And see, that shows faith. You sh you're showing faith by your actions. Okay, God, if I'm, this opportunity is in my face, so I'm going to check it out by faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not sit here and go, no, I don't think I can do that. Or no, that might not be the thing to do because, you know, I got family and I'm used to X amount of dollars. And I'm thinking, lady, someone called me uh, the other day going, you know, I just want to find a job where I can go and, you know, make 
a difference and take care of my family. I'm like, that's boring. No, I, you know what, I want, know what kind of job I want? One that pays me and I don't have to go. <laughs> That'd be a great job, wouldn't it? Amen. I'm like, so here it is. You, you're believing God for, you got all this entrepreneurial things in you, but you're believing God for this job to make somebody else rich. When you got all these ideas, mm -hmm. you know, I told her, you know what? What are you going to do tomorrow? Well, I got to go in. I got to be in by seven. I say, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Whatever I want. <laughs> it's a great job. So, amen, baby. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, man, it's, it, is that my boy back there? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's my dude. That's, you got to come over back over the house and talk to me. Don't talk to me now. And it's like, what, so, so. My thing is, don't be afraid of doing something else. Yes. Try it. Try it. Get, check it out and then try it. Yes. You're going to regret it if you, amen, somebody. Amen. It says, how is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are the trees in or not? Do your best to bring back some fruit, uh, you know, because it was time that grapes are on the vine. Come on, Auntie, where are we going now? Down to 27. Let's go. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Okay, they came back and they go, man, this land is really nice. It flows with milk and honey. I love honey. I put honey on everything. I put honey in tea. I put honey on toast. I put honey. I, put, I squirt honey everywhere, man. So if it's flowing with milk and honey, I'd be right in there. I mean, I'd be good to go. So it says, it's flowing with milk and honey. It's a lot. Here's some of the fruit. We brought some of the fruit back. Come on. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified. It's always large. a big old butt in there, though. Mm -hmm. A big butt. <laughs> the people who live there are too powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there, meaning those are the ones that, that, that remember when David defeated Goliath? That was his people. Mm -hmm. They were considered to be giants. They were very large. And they're going, the land is great. We, everything is like God said it would be. But the people there are too much. We'll never be able to take it. Whenever you get ready to do something, you always should expect some kind of opposition. Right, 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 right. No, I think God allows it for, for, for a couple of reasons. One, because it, 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 it builds some determination and some fortitude in you. And then when you achieve it, you appreciate it a lot better. It wasn't just handed to you. You actually worked for it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Right. And then another piece is it, 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 it increases your faith. Amen. When you get through it and you and, and it happens the way you, you thought it would happen and the way God planned for you to happen. And then when, it, when you achieve it, you go, yes. Yes, yes. I knew it, Lord. I knew that was you. Here it is. Uh, I left my job in 2010. This is 2022. And I'm going, OK, you kind of proved it to me. It increases your faith. So if I can do that, I can probably do whatever. Amen, somebody. Amen. Come on, auntie. The Malachites live in the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites. Now, the Hittites the was there. The Amalekites, the Jebusites, the, the mosquito bites, the Canaanites. 
Everybody was there. Now, if you got an Ike at the end of your name, you are dangerous. <laughs> so it's saying, listen, the Amalekites, right. dangerous. The Hittites, dangerous. The Jebusites, dangerous. The Amorites, dangerous. The Canaanites, oh, don't get me started. Everybody there is tough. Yep. Yes, they were. If you got an Ike at the end of your name, you're tough. That's right. And it's like, man, they live there. These people are all over in there. We are the Israelites. Mm -hmm. How are we going to fight all these other ites? All right. So they're, set, they're bringing back this report to Moses. And the Lord told Moses he was going to give it to him. And here's the scary part. The Lord was listening. Mm. Go further, auntie. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. So Caleb is standing there, and he's hearing this, and he's going, shut up, man. The Lord said we, should we can possess this. Moses, God told Moses this was ours. I don't care what it is in there. Right, right. You, you guys forgetting? He's, he's thinking, I remember when the sea parted. Yes, yes, yes. I remember when the Egyptians were chasing us with chariots and they got swallowed up by the sea. And you suckers now, because there are people over in there and it's a lump sum opposition, and we got all this way and now you don't want to go. Because mm -hmm. you got a little bump in the road. Be because you get a little uh, opposition or you get a little, you know, blockage, something you got to fight through. And I'm saying everybody who's ever been successful, if you read their biography, they always go into when it was tough. Right. Amen. And man, I had to push through and, and man, I had to make that one last push and then it, it worked. You know, I was listening to this owner of this football team and he was saying how he took his mom and dad's credit cards and did one last thing with them and that's the thing that hit. Now he's multi-billionaire. Not being afraid not being to afraid. be great. Not being afraid to have a wonderful situation come your way. Yes. Because you're trapped in the past or you're just nervous or you're just comfortable where you are. Auntie, where are we going? 31. But the come men on. who had gone up with him said, we can't attack these, those people. They are They're too the strong for us, Caleb. What are you talking about? You see, they are, you saw them, they're too much for us, and Caleb was going, I'm going to smack somebody in here. They're, they're going, Caleb, you, you, you saw these people, they're way too much for us. Auntie, go further. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. And then what they did was they went around telling all the rest of the people, we can't take the land. Hey, there are too many ites over there. We can't take it. They're much stronger. And they got giants. There's giants over there. We won't be able to take the land. So they began to spread that disease through the rest of the people. Mm -hmm. Be careful what you're talking about and to whom you're talking to it too. Amen. Amen. Because what you don't want is you got this idea, you got this thought of what you really want to do, or, or you got the situation you're really thinking about, and then you go tell the friend. Mm -hmm. And then the friend goes, no, uh-uh, no, I don't think it's going to work. What about this? You know, what about what happened last time? 
And don't go tell your friend about the new boyfriend because she's going to be sad because she's still lonely. And then she's going to be like, I don't know about him. <laughs> See, dudes don't do that. Women do that junk. I'm sorry. And so it's like, man, you got to be careful who you talk to when you're getting ready to do something. That's right. Different. Einstein says that the, the, the total thing of, about what's totally insane is that you continue to do the same thing expecting a different result. Right, right. Amen. You just, you're going to, you think it's going to get better and you've done the same thing for a long time and it hasn't changed. Let me tell you something, it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change until you change Amen. what you're doing. That's right. Change your approach. Change your investment. Change your, your attitude. Change, you know, the, the, to come out of the opportunity. People say, oh, man, I just don't like my life, okay? And I want God, I just don't like my life. I want God to do something. Well, you got to do something first. Right, right. What can you change to begin to make your life better? Oh, I know you're afraid. Come on, Auntie, where are we? I'm totally lost. Uh, they said the land we explored devoured those living in it. All the people we saw were of great size. Yeah. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak from the Nephilim. Yep. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. It says we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. They punked us out. They made us feel so small. And then not only that, we looked like grasshoppers to them. Mm. My Lord. See, see, how, see how a negative attitude it even gets into you. Yes, it does. Yes, they go, does. man, we, we seem like grasshopper. We, we saw ourselves so small when we were running. Don't ever be small. Amen. I spend a lot of time telling people, you, you're not small. If you, don't, if you think you're small, you'll be small. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm, can I be honest? Yes. I'm a big dog. People know me around the country. People know me around the world. And I preached in a little church in Emily City with Miles. <laughs> Do you guys know that I could be traveling almost every other weekend? Mm -hmm. Do you guys know that when I walk in certain situations and certain pastor meetings and stuff, people look to me a lot, even though their churches are eight times bigger. Mm-hmm. Do you know that people call me from around everywhere to get my advice? You know that people seek me out to hear some kind of word from me. And sometimes I sit there going, Lord, I don't know. I don't know why these people want. I don't know. And the Lord goes, hey, hey, hey. Don't you be small. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Your home camp might be small, but you're not small. Mm -hmm. So here it is. If I'm not small, I don't pastor small people. That's right. Amen. Say that. You're not small. Amen. You're not, you matter. You're not little. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not no aftermath or, or some also ran or, you, no, you guys are more than that. Amen. And if you don't realize that, you'll never be nothing but that. That's right. So here it is. They go, we are, we are, we are grasshoppers, man. 
And you know what? They saw us that way. How do you know? Right. See, that's in your head, assuming what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? Don't ever assume what people are thinking. Amen. You know, I, I, have, I have people actually say this. Well, you know, I know they're over there talking about me. <laughs> You're not that important for people to be talking about. You know, it's, it's like, man, see, you can get that in your head and just be silly. Mm -hmm. Don't never assume, well, I don't think they like me, or, oh, that interview's not going to, didn't go good, or, oh, I don't know if that boss likes me, and, oh, I was in the interview, and, man, and they weren't looking at me right. You don't know what they're thinking. Right. That's right. I've done a lot of interviews, and, I, and they will never be able to tell if I was going to hire them or not by the way I was looking. Because I'd just be sitting in there, like, I'd be looking down, not even looking. Because, see, because you make people nervous when you look at them. So I could be looking around. I, can, I just want you to keep talking so I can know if you're crazy or not. <laughs> so I just let you talk. And I could be so indifferent and so bored. And I could be thinking, I really like this person. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to hire this person. Mm -hmm. and, then when, and then when you tell them, they're like, oh, my God, I was so nervous. I didn't think you liked me. And it's like, why? Because of the way I was looking? You will never be able to determine that. Right. But if you think small. You'll get small things. This is really good. Yes, it is. Auntie, where are we? 14 and 2. Let's go. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. Uh, they always complaining. And Come the, on. And the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness. So they say, you know what? Here it is. We've made it all the way to the promised land. And now I wish we would have just died in the past. <laughs> I wish we would have died in Egypt or, okay, get us, just kill us in the wilderness then. Rather than to go here and fight these ites. Hmm. It's like, what kind, of, what kind of conversation is that? Think about what they're saying. I wish we would have died. They prayed for a deliverer. God sends them a deliverer. And now they're going, I like, I like what we had better. Mm. Scared of what's next. <laughs> no, I've been at this job this long. I might as well stay. Who says who? You scared to try something else, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I tried that, you know, seeing people stuff. I, I'm not into that. I'm, you know, I think I'm going to just be by myself. And I'm like, you're going <laughs> to. Heal, heal. Trust you. Yes. You're different now. Mm -hmm. Trust you. Because you don't feel hair growing. But you've grown a lot. So when you made that mistake back in the day, mm -hmm. you're not that person anymore. Amen. And when you got this opportunity in front of you, large up to the challenge. Amen. And go, man, I know I got kids. I know I got a wife. I know I got bills. But man, Lord, I got you. Yes. And this thing is in my face, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get it. Not being afraid of what's over the hill. You could be at the promised land. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It gets better. It gets better. I'm almost done. Yeah. Auntie, come on. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? And it's always the Lord's fault. You know, how, you know how when something doesn't go your way, what is the first thing you say? Lord, you sold me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, here it is. They haven't even attempted yet, and they're blaming God already. Mm -hmm. 
Something goes wrong. See, that's the problem. People, people say you come to the Lord, oh, your life will be perfect. And I've never told you that. Right. I just promised you he'll never leave you nor Mm-hmm. Life is not going to be perfect. And so when it don't, don't go into the Lord thing. Right. Lord, you don't love me. Lord, I came to you and you're supposed to look out for me. He ain't supposed to do nothing for you. <laughs> He's like, man, I sent you Jesus. Your eternity is fixed. So you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? <laughs> I mean, God had that conversation before. I'll be transparent. Are you mad at me? How much of your mess have I cleaned up and you're mad at me? Huh. And you're probably mad at me over something you did. Right, right, right. Yep. That was your decision because I told you to acknowledge me in all your ways and I'll direct your path. But you didn't do it. Uh -huh. so now you did it and you turned around to me. You're mad at me. All I do is let the sun rise and let the sun set. Uh -huh. All I do is keep gravity working. All I do is control everything, and you're mad at me. Your, your kid ever get mad at you? It's like, oh, are you mad at me? <laughs> you, you seriously mad at me? Do you know without me, there is no you? You're mad at me because I'm not letting you eat pizza at 2 in the morning? You're mad. <laughs> Julian, damn, I'm hungry. I need a snack. Julian, your snack and everybody else's snack is not the same. <laughs> you don't want a snack. You want a meal. <laughs> a snack is, man, go get you some fruit. You know, a snack is, man, go in there and get you a few of those chips or something. Dude, bacon and eggs. It's not a snack, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> My poor son, he's downstairs. He can't hear me. And it's like, it's like, but I'm saying God has helped me so much by the way me and my son react. Nah. And then God goes, you're mad at me. Come on, Kenny, man. You're mad at me. All I do is wake you up every day and you're mad at me. All I do is keep you on your feet. Here it is. You're almost 60 years old. And you look marvelous, man. And it's, like, and it's like you're mad at me. All I do is make sure all your stuff is working. And you're mad at me. And I go, well, God. You'll never let me do what I want to do. You know? And he'd be like, what you say? I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they yell at your kid, they go in the other room talking junk. What you saying there? Nothing. <laughs> it says, Why has the Lord brought us to this land? Only to let us fall by the sword, our wives, our children. See, when you're scared of something, all this comes to mind. What happens to my family? What happens to my wife, my children? They're going to be taken away. We. Oh, man, wouldn't it be better if we just go back to Egypt? <laughs> Where Pharaoh was horrible? Wouldn't it be better if I just go back to that old job? Wouldn't it be better if I go back to the old boyfriend? Mm. Wouldn't it be better if I go back to the old situation? No. No. It's never better. 
never better. It's just, see, that's the mindset. When you're trying to get, you're getting ready to try something, I know you're concerned about your family. I know you're concerned about your existence. I know you're concerned about what happens to you. I know you're concerned about how you're going to get by. I know you're concerned. I know you're saying, no, it's probably just safer if I just don't do that. And I'm saying, okay, then don't. But you're going to regret it. Mm -hmm. Amen. It, it, Mike said something to me. Even, even if you try and fail, you won't regret it. Right. You know what's the worst thing about me? I'm almost done. The worst thing about me not playing baseball, because I was really good. I was a baseball star as a kid. I had, I had professional teams looking at me as a kid. And you know what's the thing that bothered me the most? I, I, I couldn't try. If I would have tried and failed, I would have been like, okay, I failed. I, I wasn't good enough. But not being able to try is my biggest regret. Now, I, I probably didn't, wasn't able to try because I probably would have made it and I probably wouldn't be standing here right now and I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and so God knows me, amen, somebody. Yeah. So he's going, no, nah, we ain't going to even do that, dude, because I know you. Amen. But who's to say if I would have made it, I probably I might not have been walking with the Lord either. Right. So, I mean, you know, don't regret not mm -hmm. trying. Right, right. Because you're scared. Trust the Lord. Trust you. Trust what God has put into you. Go at it. Everybody say amen now. Amen. Almost done. Auntie, where are we? Four. And they on, said baby. to each other, we should go choose the leader and go back to Egypt. See, that's so nonsense. Come on. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Now, because at this point, Moses and Aaron are fatigued. They're just, they've had enough. So they just, they just, they just fell down in front of the people. But thankfully, the young blood stepped up. All right, all right. Verse 6. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh. Oh, they got bent out of shape. And so here it is. Joshua and Caleb... They were like, look. They, they tore their clothes. They, were, they got frustrated. Whenever people got mad, they ripped their clothes. I'm like, I paid too much for my clothes. I ain't ripping them. <laughs> but when someone ripped their clothes, they're, they're bent out of shape. They're really tired. They're yes. really, really mad. Come on, auntie. Almost done. And said the, the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land. It says, listen, all of you suckers, the Lord said he would give it. If it's good land, and he said, if we do our part, he'll give it to us. Amen. You, man, you guys are making me mad. You guys don't have any heart. See, see when you're getting ready to do something, you got to find you a Joshua or a Caleb to encourage you. Mm -hmm. Not just agree to what you're saying, but be at least hear it and go, you know what? You can pull this off if you do it smart. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So what verse was that? That was verse 7. Go. A land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land. Because it says, now listen, them. he'll give it to us, but don't rebel against the Lord, and don't be scared. Amen. Why are you scared? Why are you scared to, 
to give it the old college try, man. Why are you afraid of what's next? I learned something when I was managing people. Some people like to do the same thing every day. They, they're good at it. They, they figure it out. That's just how their brain works. And so, and I'm not, and trust me, you need people like that who I just, I could do this every day. Because you got another group that can't do the same thing every day. They'll go crazy. So it's like, you know, they, they, they try to push rotation. Rotate everybody. I'm like, no, forget you. I'm going to disobey. Because I have people who need to rotate because they'll go crazy. And they produce really well because they're not doing the same thing. But then you got people who need to do the same thing every day. They're comfortable. Yes. So don't take them off and make them uncomfortable. Production goes down. So you can't be mad at me because I'm outrunning everybody. Mm -hmm. when, when push comes to shove, you want me to get it. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Right. But when it comes to life, I hate to say it, God is always doing a new thing. Always. That's how he gets you to your destiny. That's how he helps you become. That's how he blesses what he wants you to bless. That, that's, I mean, what he wants to bless you with. That, that's how he gets you to his will. He, he, you have, think about it. All, all of us came from somewhere else and we're gathered here. If we would have stayed where we were, we wouldn't be here. That's right. <laughs> all right. So it's like we can't be afraid to see what's next because God's in the next. Because yes, he always dwells in what will be. Yes. Auntie, I got seven minutes. Go. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid of them. He says, listen, the Lord is with us. I know they got walls and stuff. That can't protect them. I know it's a lot of ice over there, but the Lord is with us. They don't have a chance. Amen. Two people. Because all the Israelites, two people, are saying this can be done. Mm -hmm. Auntie, come on. But the whole assembly talked about stoning them. But you know what? They always want to <laughs> brick somebody, man. I mean, the Israelites will hit you in the head with something in a heartbeat, I'm telling you. <laughs> them are some of the rowdiest suckers on the planet. I mean, they, they, give me a rock. I will hit him with a rock so hard. <laughs> it's like, here it is. Caleb and Joshua, they're giving him this big rah-rah speech. And the people are standing there. And you would think like, you know, you see sports uh, movies. The, the team gets up. Yeah, we can win it. They're like, no. I'm going to hit you in the head. I'm not fighting them. I'll take them on. Then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the Israelites. And then the Lord said, that's enough. And the Lord himself, because God is listening when you're talking crazy. He's listening when, you give, when you're not giving him faith, you're giving him fear. He's listening when you're not giving him a plan, you're giving him excuses. And then if finally the Lord just had it, he appears in front of all the people so everybody can see him. Drop down to 26 because the Lord got on him. And let me tell you, the, let me show you the conversation he had. Come on. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? How long will, see, what happens when you have this tremendous lack of faith? Because these are Israelites, right? God's people, right? Mm -hmm. He called them wicked. Yes, he did. In some translations, he called them evil. 
how these, I'm sick of these evil people mm. who won't trust me, won't, but they complain against me. I've heard their complaints and I've heard them griping. Mm. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's why God don't listen to the complaints. Because you know why? When your kids complain, do you listen? No. You need to go to bed. Well, I don't want to go to bed. Well, you know, I want to, this show is on. I want to finish watching the show. And, well, you know, I, I'm, oh, I, I need something to drink. I need something to drink. <laughs> you always need something to drink when it's time to go to bed, dude. <laughs> Do you listen? No. Well, your kids won't, hey, let's, Dad, can we get McDonald's? Nope. Oh, Dad, I just want McDonald's. I mean, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> God don't listen to that. Right. <laughs> He doesn't listen when you complain. When you make sense, he goes, oh, so, okay, so what are you saying? Right. When you're complaining and griping and grumbling, the Lord just goes, I ain't listening to that. I don't have to, I'm God. Right. You go, I don't have to, I'm mom. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't have to, I'm dad. Mm -hmm. You got to hear that? It's still going to be my way. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, if you see God only as God and not the Father, you won't understand him. Auntie, come on, almost done. So tell them as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. Now, because you spoke this evil, I'm going to use it against you. Mm. That's why you need to be careful what you say. Yes. Be careful how you're speaking. Be careful of the things you're, you're putting down. Or be careful when you say, oh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not worthy of that. Then you won't be. You won't be. It's like, man, be careful how you're talking because God is listening to you. Yes. Auntie, what did he do? In this wilderness, your bodies will fall, every one of you 20 years old or more, who was counted in the census and who has grumbled against me. He says, all of you suckers that came out of Egypt 20 and over, you're dead. You don't want the promised land? You're not getting it. Mm. And then your children that you were so worried about, they're going to get it. Amen. You won't. 20 and up? Man, Lord, you're not playing. No, nope, not playing. Not playing. See, because there's nothing that disturbs me more than a lack of faith. Amen. I see, come on. Not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephana. And Joshua, son Only of ones that are going is the two that made sense. Amen. Caleb and Joshua, you guys are good. Everybody else, toasted. Mm. You're not going. I'm not going to give you the land. You, you think God don't have feelings? Okay, he made us in his image and in his likeness. So we have what? Feelings? Yes. God is showing you right here. I got feelings now. Mm -hmm. Don't just treat me any kind of way. I mean, you're hurting my feelings. Because <laughs> I'm trying to give you something glorious, and you're stuck in what is or what was. The wilderness is what is. Egypt was what was. And you're stuck in that. And you're afraid to go forward because the misery you're in is better than the unknown that you don't know about. It doesn't make sense. Amen. You got to try it. Yes. Auntie, where are we at? We're we done? 31. Come on. 
As for your children that you said will be taken as plunder, I will bring them into enjoy the land you have rejected. Yep. But as for you, your bodies will fall in this wilderness. Yep, go to the last one. You want me to go 32? Oh, that was it? 30, that was 32? It. As for you, people, mm-hmm. you will die in the desert. I read that without my glasses. I'm squinting, but I saw it. You're going to die in the desert. I'm not going to give it to you. Some of you got some opportunities, you really do. They're staring you in the face. And I'm saying, um, let's do it. Amen. Some of you are going to have some things come your way. And it's going to make you a little nervous. I'm saying, check it out. Some, some people are afraid to put in a resume. Just put it in. What, is, what harm is that? What if they call? You're scared? If they call, isn't that a good thing? So now, trust you and God going with you and go see what they're talking about. I tell people all the time who's working and they get an opportunity, at least check it out. That don't mean you're going to take it. Check out every opportunity that comes your way. Because you know why? There is no loyalty in companies. If they don't need you no more, they're going to get rid of you. That's right. So why are you so loyal? Yes, give them a fair day's uh, uh, work for a fair day's pay. But there's no such thing as business loyalty. It's all business. Mm-hmm. I saw that firsthand when we laid off a lot of people that we shouldn't have. Saw that firsthand when our companies just shut it down. Hey, guys, sorry about this. We love you, but business is business. So isn't that your case, too? Business is business. My family and, and God's trying to bless me. I got to go. I got to try it. Amen. Come on up. Man, I just want you, I want you guys to do something great, man. I, I want you guys to do what's best for you and best for your family and what God wants for you. Amen. And then some people are living in a, a life of, of less than, and God is saying, I don't want you to stay like that. I really got something for you. But you got to not be afraid to see it when it comes and give it a shot. So I, I, I can't just make you do it. You have to agree with me. Don't be scared of what's next. I'm embracing it right now because I'm going to be honest. I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next in my personal life, relational, uh, uh, business, the stuff that I'm into, uh, um, location. I don't know anything. I'm just doing day to day. Lord, just let me do okay today. Let me obey you today, and then tomorrow we'll work on it some more. That's just where I'm at as a human being right now that's serving God. I'm just in a place of, hey, Lord, just don't let me miss it, because you know I won't be scared. I'll take it on. Even if I got a doubt, I'll force out, yeah, I can do it. I'm not going to do this. You know how we got this building? When I had that meeting with those people, and I came in there with so much confidence, it was ridiculous. I was like, man, this is a piece of cake. The whole time I'm going, Lord, you better show up. You <laughs> You got to show up on this one. What'd you say? Nothing. I was just saying I can do it. I can do it. Oh, whatever. Well, you need 40,000. Chump change. And I'm thinking, we ain't got 40,000. <laughs> you can go, on, go ahead 
in there and it's November. You guys just go in there and then we'll make the deal in January. And then you give us 40 grand in January and we'll be good. No problem. I'm going, Lord, I don't have 40 grand. So, Lord, you're going to have to give us 40 grand. Well, we're here. Years later, we're here. This stuff don't run on hopes and dreams. It runs on cash. So what am I saying? If you're afraid of what's next, you won't be blessed. Because God's not going to force the blessing on you. You have to agree with it and do your part so God can bless you. Amen? Amen.